Hi everyone, it's Parisa from 168 and welcome to another episode of the 168 podcast with the wonderful Olivia O'Hara. You guys really requested this one. We had a lot of people asking if we could sit down and have a chat with Liv. So um, for those of you who haven't met Liv, you got to get your butts down to Kingsgrove because she's an absolute gun. Um, Liv is our longest serving coach here. You've been here since day one. Yeah. Five years, but I've known you longer than that. Is it five years? It's been five, five and a half years. My timeline's totally messed up. Everything's all over the place. Well, it seems like yesterday. That's going to be useful when I ask you the first question. (laughs) It's all about, I just make up numbers. It's okay. (laughs) No one will know, it's all good. So welcome. Thank you. You've just come off the back of the CrossFit Games qualifiers, the age group qualifiers. Yeah. How are you feeling? How's the body? Um, The body actually feels all right. Good. Um, I think... So last week was the first week after doing the quarterfinals and the, I think I've qualified for semifinals. So you kind of go, yay, that's what my goal was. But yeah. now I'm like, ah, damn it, I've got more work to do. I've got so more to do. trying to get your brain back into, you know, that serious mode again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no rest for the wicked, right? Because so. do, do you want to, did you want to like kind of have a bit of a break or were you ready to get back into routine with training? Because I know you had a few couple of days off after. I don't know. I think you just think, yeah, you, you, you know, when you, you put your goal as being something and yeah. think, when you reach that goal, then you finish. You're right? like, oh, For a little bit. It. That's it. I got it. Yeah. And then you're like, ah, oh, damn it. Double I actually have sword. to do it. I have to do the next round now. So <laughs> I can, you know, fake it till I make it. And I'm like, I'm still faking it. So you can't and say I just that accidentally anymore. made it. <laughs> yeah. It was by no means an accident, but we're going to get to that. So let's first off start with how you got into CrossFit. When did you start and how you got into it? Yeah. I was saying before, my timelines are like totally messed up. So um, I think I started CrossFit kind of by accident like eight years ago. Yeah. Um, I was doing Muay Thai before. Yeah. Um, so I was doing that for maybe 12 years or something. Was that? You know, give or take a couple of years here or there. Competitively uh, or um, just sort of for fun? I initially started just for fun. So yeah. just, you know, only bag work. Just used to go, like in, I was working in corporate. Yep. Just used to go uh, at lunchtime and you know hit the bag and then after work I'd go and hit the bag again Um, but I was always a little bit when we were trying to spar and stuff I was actually quite you know shy I didn't I mean no one really likes being punched in the face but I was (laughs) a little bit glove shy so I was really flinchy and I didn't really have that aggression and then I don't know. I think when I hit 30, something happened and I became aggressive. <laughs> and That's I was like, good. bring it on. I want to start sparring. So so then I, you know, took it up a notch and um, was sparring and, you know, wanted to get into it, like, competitively and stuff. But yeah. And then I was going – we'll get on to the competing side, I think, yeah. uh, is one of your questions in a minute. But I don't like doing things in front of people. Yeah. So the idea of going into a ring, you know, when there's, like, loads of crowds yeah. and was – my idea of maybe hell other than the fighting side like I wanted to do it but just being like that show pony I I didn't like that side of things so um I finally like plucked up the courage to yeah I was like right let's let's do a fight so I was training really hard I was booked in to have like my first fight and then I found out I was pregnant um I could have done it because you know like when you're just pregnant it's like the size of nothing but yeah. I think mentally you're kind of like oh, oh I, should know, I, I shouldn't I? do this yeah so <laughs> like I, yeah I kind of like checked out but I carried on training all the way through my pregnancy and stuff so I've digressed away from That's the, okay. que- the question so <laughs> I'm learning a lot so yeah yeah yeah, so I'd been doing Muay Thai for like 12 years. Yeah. Um, I, my daughter was like two. Then the gym that I was at closed down just to relocate 
mm-hmm. like to another location uh, over Christmas period and I was living in Waterloo and I was like I, I need to find a gym because I've always trained so I need to find something just to keep me active yes. you know, in the days and there was a CrossFit gym and I had another girlfriend who had been doing a couple of the sessions so I was like yeah just you know do CrossFit so I joined that CrossFit gym I think I was there for like maybe a month I've been doing like a bit of strength and conditioning so it wasn't like totally foreign to yep. me like the movements because I'd been training and stuff obviously with Muay Thai but I think I only was there for like a month and and then decided to move to UFC gym because uh, my husband was working there and yep. you know free membership is always a good thing yep. <laughs> um, and so um, I pretty much didn't really do CrossFit again for like another 18 months after that so I moved to UFC I was doing Muay Thai again and they had like their version of kind of CrossFit-ish classes so I was kind of doing like that once a week or something yeah yeah and then roll on 18 months we moved house again and then um I met you at RMA so again for me I have to find a gym that's kind of location-wise convenient so that I know that there's no excuse not to go yeah and so I joined RMA which is where I met you and Marco and that's yeah that's That's where that all started that's how it all started And, and so I've been doing CrossFit ever since then and so eight years, I think. So the first, first time where you did it for a month, that was just to fill in the gaps between your old original gym relocating and yeah, moving. Yeah, yeah. And then when you restarted again 18 months later, yeah. was that also just on the side of your Muay Thai? Muay Thai? Or was it... No, well, because we had moved away from Alexandria which is where you know UFC was yep. um, so we were living Bexley area yeah. uh, and having a kid and not wanting to travel you yep. know far to, to go to the gym and it has to be you know convenient because if you've only got like an hour and a half time slot where someone's you know yep. your husband's taking your kid whilst you can go training and stuff like that yep. um, I needed to find something that was convenient. nearby convenient that I could literally just pop down the road do my hour session and then be done and then come back so I had decided I think also that Muay Thai probably was on its way out for me just yep. the sparring side of things as far as brain health it's probably one of the worst yeah. <laughs> sports for your sparring every day you do get hit in the head every day whether it be like a small little punch or a you know big punch that Um, adds up over time yeah and given my family record my mum had dementia so I was like this is possibly one of the worst sports I could have chosen as far as yeah brain health goes right so and and sadly we've lost a friend you know fighting in the ring as well so it kind of all I think when you have kids and a family you realize you're not your mindset changes yeah your mindset changes is definitely so I was like maybe maybe I need to look after myself a little bit more like I'm stupid enough already I can't afford to lose any more brain cells like honestly (laughs) that was going really like quite serious for a moment there yeah yeah, sorry that's just my humor right I have to make it like harder otherwise we're both gonna sit here and cry yeah, so, knowing yeah. us too both of us are uh, good criers so, I, I actually yeah. wondered if we would end up in tears at no some point. I'm trying <laughs> to keep it away from that so yeah so, so it kind of you, there were a number of things that led you to go okay this is probably not for me as a long term thing I'm going to move over to CrossFit now I think also if I decide that I want to do something I try and like dedicate you know a good chunk to it like my um, you're all in yeah I hate doing things that I can't do I even remember like my first Muay Thai session where you like stand there and they're like right girls this is how you hold your hands and you punch like this (laughs) and you just feel like such a wally and I was like I hate this because I just want to go from I want to be able to do everything everything. already so like 
for me to try and learn a sport as well. Like I, I got to try and be uh, patient and yes. you know realize that you can't get it all in a day. Okay, so that's really interesting mm-hmm. because you come into CrossFit, which yeah. is like gymnastics and Olympic weightlifting and your your fitness and cardio and everything yeah. all rolled into one. There's so many different movements. How was that? Going, I, I want to be able to do everything. I think I had a little bit of an advantage because I had been doing Muay Thai. So I've been doing a bit of you know, strength and conditioning and stuff as well. Yeah. And I feel that I've been, you know, relatively strong. Yeah. So I, I guess if you can lift a little bit, yeah. uh, it gives you that kind of drive to learn the technique better. Yes. Rather than if you can't, you know, even lift a barbell kind yeah. of thing. So I think just being stubborn was... <laughs> I've got to learn how yeah, to get Yeah, it was like, this I right. need to do that. And then, you know, once you, you know, you can squat and you get, say, I don't know, 30 kilo back. So I'm just saying numbers here. Yeah. Uh, then like, okay, I can do that. I can do 40. I can yeah. do 50. I can keep going. And it slowly builds and yeah, builds and, and builds. Yeah, slowly builds. So. Yeah. You have that, uh, like, baseline that you've come in with. And rather than it going, oh, shit, I can't lift this bar, you've gone, okay, yeah. well, I want to learn how to do it better. Yeah. That's good. CrossFit's frustrating as hell sometimes because, yeah. uh, you know, for me, the way I've said that I want to be able to do everything, like, I have never done any gymnastics in my life, like, yeah. maybe a roly-poly when I was a kid, but yeah. I wasn't, you know, from a sporting background, my parents didn't push me into any sports, I wasn't, like, the popular kid at school, so I didn't get picked for, like, the, you know, the sport yeah. sports teams. So how frustrating is it when people are like, oh, you're lucky, it's just genetics? Oh, yeah, so. it's just genetics. Like, it's a lot of hard work. Yeah, go, no, oh, I just my go, oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I've got really good genetics. You should see my parents, man. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's not. No. I think f- for me, I've always, I guess other than my party days, like a relatively healthy lifestyle, right? Yes. So I've always nutritionally been quite good. And I guess I, I owe my parents that too because we always had like good food and they taught us about, you know, nutritious meals and things. Um, and so at what point in your CrossFit training did you go like was there a moment where you were like I'm actually not bad at this I should compete or did someone push you to do it I still think I'm bad at it (laughs) you're crazy um or do you just like the challenge of of having something to work towards like having a competition to work work towards I I still don't really do that many comps right so I think I've done a couple by accident so I I always I don't know I comparison is a thief of all joy and I'm I definitely have that yeah um but I don't I don't know if it's from my upbringing as well but competing against like my sister like in education and stuff like that but I think I compare myself but I don't compare myself to anyone it's like oh look at Tia and she's like you know the number one crossfitter and she's won all the games for the and I'm like well she's doing that and I'm only squatting like 120 so I definitely have that I feel like I need to be exceptional level in order to compete yeah so I find that I again not liking or feeling embarrassed and not liking doing things in, in front of like big crowds yeah. and stuff. I'm like, well, why wouldn't I just do it at the gym when I train on my own? Yeah. As opposed to paying <laughs> $150 entry yeah. and like having crowds like, come on, <laughs> and then like potentially fall on my ass like, yeah. kind of thing. So that, that side is kind of weird for me. And someone actually commented the other day, um, it was someone from an RMA, RMA and he said he remembers um, that he asked me like, you know, when are you going to compete? And I just turned around and I was like, can't I just train on my own and yeah. like, do it for me? So I definitely do do it for me. I yes. guess I want to see how far I can go. Yeah. 
I kind of wait for people to ask me to compete. Yeah, okay. Like Luke Star asked me, like, do you want to, you know, be in this team for DUCC? And I, I'm so nervous and I, you know, I hate that whole massive nerves and, and the fact that I put so much pressure on myself yeah. but I think afterwards when all the the dust has settled and then I'm like oh that was actually really good <laughs> you know, the fact that I couldn't eat like properly for like six weeks leading up to it because my stomach was in knots and because you were so nervous yeah because yeah. I don't want to let my team down I don't want to disappoint myself yeah because you know you I mean you may have done it when you did your weightlifting yeah. you know you can your max snatch was I don't know, whatever it was, 80 for your... You know, you've done it in the gym loads of times. But then when you're on the competition floor, you're like, far out, I've just failed, like, 76 or whatever. Like, yeah. yeah. And that's... There's so much of that that's the thought process beforehand where you just... You think, what if this or what if that or I don't... Like, it's the doubt. Yeah. So I definitely need to work on that kind of mindfulness and that visualising and things. But I guess we all have things to... 100 percent. Yeah. But from the outside watching, we're all like in complete awe of you. Like, I mean, you've just finished the qualifiers. You placed twenty first worldwide, like in the whole world. That's huge. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You came first in Australia in your Asia division. Like, these are not small achievements. These are huge achievements. Yeah. And it's yours? funny because I, yeah, you can see that I'm like, oh, there's an excuse for it because maybe they all had COVID and maybe like no one competed and maybe just everyone's given up on CrossFit and I just happened to make it. But so for I everyone I, that's listening and can't see Olivia's <laughs> facial expressions, I'm saying squirming right now. Stats and lips like, like, you're like, I want to crawl under this table and hide yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, is- I'm really hard on myself and I, and I know that. I guess I don't really care what other people people think because even you know in any field like whether you come first or not everyone's like oh yeah congratulations and then the next day everyone carries on so you definitely need to do things for yourself right and I found it very hard through the years of just always feeling like somewhat disappointed in in my I don't know my performance like I know that I train hard and I just felt like maybe I was like a Buzz Lightyear like he thinks he can fly but he's actually just a toy right (laughs) and I feel like that I'm like surely I should be able to get this result and then I try really hard and and then you don't you don't get what you feel like you deserved um I don't know if that makes sense yeah yeah yeah, um but I think this year yeah I, I I feel like I I'm happy with the result I feel like I've I've trained really hard and I'm at where I'm at if that makes sense like I I know where my weaknesses are definitely and I know where I need to work but I have had good results in some of the other aspects where I've struggled with in the past well I feel like this is the first year from my personal perspective and observation I guess is I feel like this is the first year where you've finished and gone I'm actually like I'm I'm happy with not just okay with but I'm happy with what I've achieved yeah I I I I think I always kind of set myself a little bit of a goal I don't ever like normally verbalize it but I was like I really want to try and get to semi-finals this year um but you don't know what your competition is going to be like you know year by year I had COVID um like two weeks weeks. yeah just under two weeks before so there was my out if I didn't make it I was like oh I can just blame it on COVID (laughs) but um I think I was lucky I just you know felt like I had a bit of a cold kind of thing so what do you like if someone's talking about their training and they're like I've lost motivation to train and we've had this conversation a few times before I'm just not motivated yeah 
what do you say to that? Because you're in here day in, day out on your own. There are days I know you don't want to be here. There are days you say you're just not feeling yeah. it today. As we all do, we all have yeah. good and bad days. What do you say to someone who, who's... I don't know how many people like... I don't know if motivation is the good word, but it's more discipline, isn't it? So yes. I don't know. I have plenty of days, as you said, where I feel like, oh, God, I just, you know, would love to be somewhere else. It's like really nice weather outside. I could be on the beach. I'd be spending time with my family. And I do have a lot of guilt for, you know, especially like weekends yeah. uh, when the family's at home and you're in the gym and you're like, I'm just going to be two and a half hours and then I'll be home. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I'm sure they don't miss me and they understand as well. But, you know, and then there's days where you come in and you pick up the barbell and it feels like a thousand kilos rather than the 15 kilos or whatever but you definitely feel a sense of accomplishment but also like I guess that fear of FOMO kind of thing like you know you don't go to the gym and then you you log on to I had this when I had COVID because I had the seven days off and I I can't remember the last time I had seven days off maybe when I was pregnant giving birth like in the hospital extreme measures yeah Um, and then you'd log on to Instagram and people are like training and showing you their snatches and you're like I'm missing out like I've you know I'm going to go back to the gym tomorrow and I've lost it all and so you think of all the hard work you've done yeah I couldn't imagine giving up for a little period because yeah. then I feel like you have to like work back super hard again. to build, build up again. Yeah. So just keep going. And how far can you go? Yeah. I think I need a drastic measure to, to stop. To stop. She yeah. died doing thrusters. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know how I'm going to quit this sport. I'm like, where's my out? Because I don't want to like, sport. I don't want to be a quitter and I've never, you know, quit per se. I don't know yeah. if that's a good word, but when do you go okay I'm going to hang up my gloves I'm going to well I don't think you ever st- I think the goalposts just move right yeah the goalposts like, you, you so that's what I mean like when am I going to just take up knitting and be, please know, don't ever take up knitting live an easy life <laughs> like, oh, I mean, just eating donuts you, you can do that but please still keep training we, like, <laughs> yeah. we love having you train here yeah it's yeah I think like motivation's very moment like it's it's such a momentary thing like you see something on social media and you're like motivated or you have like a event that you have we know to they're all lying though it. you didn't do a hundred burpees you only filled five oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you see like it's such a like you see something or you have an event or you have something on that like you're like i'm really motivated to get really strong or lose weight or whatever but then you have to have the discipline to keep yeah, going I think definitely having goals are good so whether it's like okay i'm gonna set myself a goal of being able to do a pull up but I want to try and do it within two months or a month or whatever. It's like a, yeah. I think for our off seasons, um, we do like more kind of bodybuilding and like building up. That's quite hard mentally to, yeah. you know, come to the gym and it, they're normally longer sessions because you have to rest more or, yes. and then you're like, what am I doing this for? Like the next season of CrossFit Games kind of thing, if that's your goal, isn't until. February, but it comes around really quick, right? So quick. And it's an accumulation of, like, yeah. it didn't take you... I get to January and I'm like, oh my God, it's February too. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, we've also had this conversation before, is it's not like you decided three months ago or even six or 12 months ago that you are going to compete in the Opens and you're going to train for it. Mm. You've been doing this for eight years. So, like, yeah. if someone's got a goal of competing at whatever, like, whether it's the CrossFit Opens or a weightlifting comp or whatever, that expectation that I think some people have of just, I'm just going to do it and I'm going to train for three months, 
but and I have to do really really well yeah. it's it takes a lot of time and effort and it's all those small sessions in the gym not small but like it's all those daily sessions at the gym and then the recovery and the nutrition and the sleep and all of that combined that that give you that result that you want it's not just yeah, six I, weeks of I, d- I definitely didn't you know intend on trying to compete and you yeah. know get where I'm at now but I suppose every <clears throat> excuse me when we were in CrossFit uh the, the RMA or whatever and every year I guess all the gyms do uh the CrossFit Open yep. just as part of the program anyway yep. so then you you log your results and then you go again next year and you're like oh I'm getting a little bit better and yeah. then you go again and then you're like oh I don't know if I'm gonna do the year after and then you're like oh I'll just see where I'll I'm at and then you you know you can see like your progress and then you know your gymnastics gets a bit better in my case anyway and then you're like okay maybe I'm you know I I can't remember what year it was but there's definitely when I went on to star strength you know finding a different program uh, which just keeps you accountable as well like keeps you in in the gym and training and gives you some sort of structure um definitely could see like a a definite pull away um on the leaderboard and stuff so then you're like okay well let's see what happens in the next year if I dedicate more time or a little bit more so and that keeps you going yeah you're like i'm getting a little bit better every year maybe there's like and then you know like those guys at the top how hard like they train if you think that you're at say maybe you know i've top one percent yeah. and you think that margin between my 21st and the first place like you know it's, it's it's they've got all their ducks lined like yes. their nutrition's on point and their everything, everything. like yeah their rehab their yeah. you know whereas I'm a mum and I wing a lot of it which is not probably so <laughs> the best part I mean I'm not saying they're not mums either so no but you, it's a full-time job yeah to be that top top like well, they, they, I mean, the ones that are at the top, that is their job, it's right? Like, they job. go to the games and they've got sponsors. Like, imagine if I made it to the games and it's like, oh, I just have to pay my own way. Like, well, yeah, that's right. I've got, like, 30 posts on an Instagram. And <laughs> like. So what, okay, what does a typical day look like? Uh, so, for instance, today, so we have Monday. So I normally do, like, the morning routine with my daughter. She's 10, so, you know, we get up in the morning and do all that preschool stuff. Yep. Uh, I come and coach um, here, so we do the hour class. Yep. And then normally, other than, you know, this chit-chat that we're having, um, I would train. So um, I'd start my program normally solo. Sometimes, you know, some of the other guys are here and yep. we just at least there's someone else in the gym and you're not just yeah. staring at the same four walls kind of thing but normally it takes like two two and a half hours yep. I'll go home shower eat take the dog for a long walk and then I either do school pick up or I come and coach in the evening which I will this evening so yeah and that's yeah. a that's like a three hour yeah rinse and repeat here. but yeah that, guys that's it for today <laughs> I'm new at this <laughs> I'm not, and I still don't know what I'm doing. Sorry. Um, No, that's that's. We're going to wrap it up for today. But um, thank you, Lee, for your time. I know you're going to get down to your training session now. Starting now. Um, But thank you. And if you guys have any questions, we'll tag Liv on socials, and you can hit her up. I'm sure she won't mind. Um, I can talk all day. Yeah. I'll find some exciting stories next time. We'll do another one. No, that was really good. I find. And enjoy the rest of your day, Liv, and thank, thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs> thank you so much for tuning into the 168 podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you hit subscribe and tune into uh, our socials and all your podcast channels so you don't miss any future episodes. Thanks so much. See you next time.